Send up the pilots, please. We're ready to launch. I need a perimeter set around the outskirts of town. Anything with more than two legs killed on sight. All right, party time. Welcome to The Good, The Bad, and The Sequel. This is the movie podcast where we're talking sequels, and we do it in two parts. The first, an interview with an actor or someone involved that made the film worth watching, and the second, a discussion of the sequel, what they got right, what they got wrong, and how it could have been better. Hope you enjoyed last week's interview with director. First, he was an actor, writer, and then now he has 50 movies made. He has a book to tell about it. It's called 50 Movies Made, and that's director Jared Cohn. He directed the sequel that we're going to be talking about this week, Atlantic Rim 2. And we talked about just his career. One awesome question. And I know Jamie, my uh, partner over here, uh, just him talking about his most expensive shot was pretty neat because when you're working in B movies, you only have a certain amount of times to do like a normal shot. Maybe big budget studios can say, hey, let's try that again. Do it a fourth time, a 12th time. With this, you're on such a tight schedule. So it was really cool to hear the behind the scenes, especially working on Atlantic Rim 2 and how you actually set up for the special effects, which was uh, pretty interesting. So make sure you go check that out if you haven't listened to that yet. But this week we're talking Atlantic Rim 2, the movie obviously that was inspired kind of to really ride the coattails of Pacific Rim that came out of few years before it but i don't want to mention anything else before i have to introduce you to my partner in the sequel watching journey jamie riccardi jamie how are you i'm doing okay doug how are you doing pretty good i'm gonna put you on the spot what would your uh call name be wasn't it funny the guy's name in this movie hammer and I, that's I, like wh- what i've always wanted somebody had give me a nickname like that. <laughs> yeah my my call name uh and that you did put me on the spot I wasn't ready for this. I was, I was, I was actually gonna say, why are they calling him Hammer? They didn't, they didn't oh. explain that. So I well, wonder he if like they... he was gonna. Ha- he seemed like he was hammering bugs, and he was gonna sleep with the waitress, right? Oh, I thought he was just hammer because someone spotted him in the shower, and it looked like he was oh, holding. That's what a you hammer. mean. That's what you mean. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? He was holding a hammer, hammer, or a ha- uh, just a regular. Hammer. I don't know. I'm just saying. You know, maybe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean. Uh... Yeah, you're putting me on a spot. I'm not ready for that. Okay. Boy, but I, but I, I, no, you can't use hammer. You can't use hammer. No, Anvil. that's already, Anvil. Anvil. Okay, that's like okay, that's really like using Atlantic Rim for Pacific Rim. I mean, really. It <laughs> is. The same it is. <laughs> I was inspired, but I think it's so. Yeah, so we'll we'll get into the movie, but I wanted to mention this first before I forgot. Was I thought that was so funny? His name's Hammer, which is very specific. The yep. other girl, Bad- Badger, very specific. Is, and girl, isn't there a bug one? Wasn't there a bug or dead yeah, bug? Yeah, that's what I mean. That's my oh. point. Her, hers is bugs. <laughs> well, maybe she likes Bugs Bunny. I mean, oh, you <laughs> know what? I was thinking bugs because of the creatures, but maybe that does make sense. No, but to me, I'm like, maybe it was a placeholder because all the other ones are like specific. It's like if Hammer would name a tool and if the other one was just mammal. Well, like those no, but, are like but, the but, very... Yeah, but, but I'm assuming they got their call names before the bugs happened. Like it, 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 she didn't just become the, you joined the military just because of the bugs happened. So I don't, you know, she's pretty young. The hammer joined because his okay. family was murdered by the bugs. Let me ask you this. Um, is the, the, the uniform for the military, is it tank top only for women? 
I know, very casual. <laughs> very casual. I mean, like, you know, and, and I, I mean, the men's all wearing tight t-shirts and everything else, but um, the women, as like, literally, it's like they're going to the gym. Like, their uniform is gym attire. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. ridiculous. <laughs> and, you know, you, if you didn't know who the general was, you could pick him out just by the way he stands. Because he does oh, the yeah. old crossing the, the arms or hands on hips the entire, the heart. Even when he goes behind the, 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 the sliding door and he turns around, he's got his hands on his, uh, holding it, you know, like a cross arm. Like the entire, okay. I, I need to get this off my chest now. And then, you know, we can talk. Okay. So, yes, this movie is not my type of movie. I feel mm-hmm. like, I feel like, and again, I, clearly they're, they're, they ride, like you said, they're riding the coattails of Pacific Rim. I feel like th- when did of this course. movie come out? Uh, this one, I believe, twenty eighteen. I'll confirm. Okay, so video stores weren't sure. around, or were they on their way out? No, nah, they're okay. No, okay. they're way gone. Okay, so I'm assuming this company, um, which I think they're called Asylum. Asylum, right? yeah, they're big okay. at making these movies. Yeah, right. So that's right. So I bet you, what happens is they make these movies. They, they bring them to like video stores to rent. Someone goes there thinking like, you know, they're renting. It's almost like it's like sometimes when you download a movie and you get the wrong movie, but the same title kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And they go there thinking, all right, I'm going to go rent Pacific Rim. And they end up with the B knockoff of what Pacific Rim is. And that's probably how they do business. That's probably why they do so well. It's because people yeah. rent the wrong movie by accident. Um, okay. With that being said, um, two things. One, I mean, all right, this is a very B movie. I mean, the acting is very like the acting makes me think that anybody can be an actor. Like, I think I think I could have done just a good enough job, and I'm not an actor in this movie in any of the roles. Any of the roles. Wow. Yes, I think you could have too. Oh, However, you- and again, obviously, it's a lot of CGI, and che- I think the CGI was actually pretty good for Dude, for it was what really good. Yeah. So for what the but I don't know what the budget was, but for what the oh, budget was, okay. The CGI again. It's it's it is a very br- I think it's a bright spot in this movie because it really does stand out. And again, it's a cheap. I mean, it does look it's so CGI'd, but oh, yeah. it's also well done how they do the CGI, you know, and how they interact with the CGI. That's the best part. Um, also, as much as I know, I, I I said the acting is a little shoddy. They all give it their all. So oh, I yeah, mean, like dude, that is what is the best part. That's what I told Jared. I think some of the people are what's his name? The guy you're talking about, the general, the crossed yeah. arms. Uh, yeah. What was his name? His code name was Giant Killer. Yeah. He is in a ton of stuff. He plays like cop officer, like in like big uh, like network shows. But there's people in here that have like some kind of option uh, acting chops. The main guy, Doctor Doctor Roth. Who do you look like? And I always say this when it comes to B movies. Jonathan Sketch from uh, uh, yeah, uh, what's it called? Uh, Roadhouse Two. The main guy yes. in Roadhouse Two. Yes, yes. And I and I always said he looks so. And he also looks like someone else. And I, I couldn't put. It, I don't know. It was Harry Hamlin maybe or like so like he oh, had yeah, some yeah, kind. Yeah. He does. Yeah, look like him. so he does look like you know. Again, I I mean I really never seen any of them. Um, but they do really try hard in the roles they had like you know um it is a goof i i i think obviously it's a goofy kind of movie um i mean the plot i i guess the plot is they just come back like that's just the they just the, come back yeah <laughs> that's you know but again i think for what the budget is it, it they did a they did the best they could with the budget they had that's the that's my bottom line 
No, and I, I totally agree. And I think that's what what it is with these movies that people forget. Even when I talked to Jared, like the term, or even when I talked with Jim Minorsky, like the term B movie is such like uh, some people, it's such a taboo word. When you hear the word B movie, it's like, oh my God, I must suck. There's B action movies that I love. There's so many ones that I want to cover on, on this podcast. And it doesn't mean they're bad. They're just inspired by other movies and they don't have everything. They're like, they can't do the 10 shots. So just think about that as an actor, like you only have a few chances to get it right. And I think for the most part, like there's not a lot of flubs when it comes to lines that they needed to keep in. And I think, like you said, with the CGI, I think that's what's so great about Jared, like his, his vision. Like, I think if he had the opportunity to shoot a big budget movie with a nice budget, his angles and his shots. And there's one like a uh, two minute continuous shot that he does following them around the hallways. It like looks really good, but asylum, he gave them props. Like he didn't have any hands in when it came to the CGI, he shot for it. And then he's, you know, after 30 days, they gave it to him. He's like, Oh my God. And it looks good. No, no you know, I get, I mean, listen, I compare this movie to like a sci-fi movie, you know, uh, from sci-fi, sci-fi channel. channel yeah. Know? Oh yeah. Yeah. This is, I mean, and you, you, you take Sharknado and we did one Sharknado and, I think Shark. I mean, this the acting is very similar to Sharknado. Um, however, I think this this the CGI blows Sharknado out of the water. Oh, um, yeah. And 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 I, again, the way they interact. I mean, those those Transformers look like. I mean, they look pretty good. You know, they like do. And even like you know, like them like fighting off the monster or them them being chased. You know, they the timing was very good. So I, I like the vision that he had for the budget that he had. I think it's very good. You know. Um, not my type of movie, but I think I think the vision is that de- what you said. I think he did the. I think again, everybody did what they they the best they could with the budget, and I think the CGI actually went over. Um, now I'll tell you where the budget wasn't is inside the the Transformers. The the there was oh, literally no. Okay, okay, the inside the Transformers, there's literally no nothing on the walls, like on the side, like no switches or anything. The only switches they had in front of them were like lights. They were like like colored lights, and they're controlling it with <laughs> these like shift things in their hands. Like they were from the, like I mean, uh, trucks. They were from like yeah, big eighteen wheelers, and they had like a compass on their eye, like you know, like a yeah, plastic compass. Did, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I would say the budget definitely was not on the inside of it, but the outside of it. So. <laughs> Or now that you're mentioning that, and it's something that comes later in the movie, but I don't want to forget, is when you see the, like the things they're working on and the th- ideas they have, and just when you see her use like that old keyboard, oh. <laughs> she's talking about like the the alien that they might be aliens. She's typing, and I'm like, this keyboard is like older <laughs> than the actors in this movie. Oh yeah, without a doubt. I mean, well, I mean, look at the scanner she uses to scan the scan the, the alien. It was like made of plastic. It looked yeah. like like a, it looked like one of those guns where it popped the, like the ping pong ball out, like the you know, yeah. and, and you catch it. That's what it looked like, you know. So I think I mean I definitely think they you know they used what they could they found around the oh, prop yeah. room and they you know. But yeah, I mean yeah. All right, let's get into this. <laughs> but I think you're right. I think that's what's great about it. You have those type elements in the movie, and those people didn't look at that and say. Oh man, this isn't a good looking prop or what I'm working with in the, in the cockpit of the robot. Oh, it's not, it's so cheesy. They gave it their all no matter what. And, uh, 
Yeah, so you're right. Let's let's get into it. So we get a recap <laughs> of the first movie. Um, just a little recap talking about like the war. The one thing I did love was the reporter doing the voiceover during the recap. And she goes, it really did damage on the East Coast. And I'm like, okay, well, it's the Atlantic Rim. Uh, so, okay, that makes sense. Because they were talking uh, the- about like where it's taken and everything. And it's like, okay. So do we know what Atlantic Rim means? Well, that's a great question. Okay. I mean, do you know Pacific what Pacific Rim? Is that the bottom of the ocean? Or I, I think the bottom I, of the ocean? I don't know. Is that what it is? Or Because I don't even know great what Pacific question. Rim means. Okay. Great question. Okay. And now, is this like, this? did you see Pacific, Pacific Rim? Is it like, so, is it basically the same movie? So, no. And uh, I would say it's the same movie. I've seen Pacific Rim years ago. Okay. I think I turned it off. Uh, <laughs> but what was funny was after this movie, the other movie came on and I was skipping through it. So, it had the main guy in it, I think, is the guy from Game of Thrones or either, I didn't watch Game of Thrones. So, either Game of Thrones or Son of, Sons of Anarchy. Didn't watch any of them, but it looked like one of those two guys. very different mo- shows. Okay, and uh, Idris Elba is the main guy, but they were like these smaller suits for fighting. But I don't like, know, but I like, just... but they turned it to Transformers, like kind of like they were like a robot suit. They were like small suits. No, it wasn't okay. like anything big like in this movie. Okay, but I don't know. It wasn't too interesting. Right. I skipped through it. I'm like, eh, this is kind of <laughs> so. So you you, you threw off. Pacific Rim, which was a, a, a blockbuster in the theaters, but you that watched. bombed. Did it bomb? Well, they made a oh. sequel. They did make a sequel. They really did? Was it I a real so. sequel or was it like a. No, I think it was. Oh, wasn't Charlie in the second one? Oh, yeah. It was Pacific Rim Uprising 2018. Yeah. Scott Eastwood, Charlie Day. Yeah. Look See? So, I mean, it couldn't have bombed that bad if you're making a sequel. So. Uh, well. Oh yeah, actually did really good. I'm surprised they didn't make another one. One fifty was the budget, and it made for the sequel. Uh, box office three hundred million. Yeah. Wait for the sequel or the original? Sequel. Oh wow. Okay. All right. Look at that. All right. So but I turned this... it off. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Well, well, your type of movie is this type of movie. So yeah. you know that's why. So, um, all right. So the the one thing this movie does, I mean, it literally takes off the minute it starts. Like I love it. This movie just, ju- I mean, really, you dive into the movie. It starts right off the bat. And I have to be honest with you, I I really didn't have much notes for the first, like, the movie's an hour and 25 minutes long. I probably didn't really have that many notes until an hour in. Because it's just all action. It's like nonstop the entire time. It was hard to write anything down. So it does move. I'll give it, I'll give it you know, there's definitely a lot of action, you know. Although I think, I feel like, they cut the action out so much because they keep going back to like the, the, I guess the headquarters. And then they go back to the action. Like you don't see a long take of action. It's always like a quick thing. And then they go back and see the reactions to the, you know, <laughs> yeah, what's yeah. going on. And then they go back to the action, you know? Um, but yeah, it does take off right off the bat. Yeah. We get the guy that I bet shot all of his stuff in like a half a day on the boat. The guy oh, that was okay. just on the okay. boat. The whole time. Okay. I mean, first of all, that kind of boat he's in, do you, would you, do you really go that far out to sea <laughs> that it takes him that long to get back to land? Because <laughs> because in the time that he's on that, you know, talking on and off, they literally go to the headquarters, back out to the, the to the place where the bugs are, back to the headquarters, back to the place multiple times. Which again, <laughs> I question how far away the headquarters are because there is a scene where you know I think after the autop or autopsy. 
they're back at the headquarters like in two seconds, and then they're back on the road. The back again, like it must be like like in the backyard. They must literally not going that far. But this guy is driving straight the entire time. The boat. How far out was he, and why was he out that far? I don't know because he seemed very casual about it. As he was very. talking to the other guy in the military, and he was like, it was basically like he was done working, right? Didn't it yes. seem like that? Because the guy's like. And then his computer went off that he just happened to have his work computer. And then that's when it's like, did you hear that? And then inside him is like very casual boat. He had like bombs to drop because he dropped them. And then he was like, yeah. okay, the signal went away. And it's like, oh no, now there's more. And I'm like, oh my God, did he just wake them up? Like, and again, that and again that's a, that's a kind of boat. It's a small boat. You wouldn't go that deep into the ocean no in a boat like that. So yeah, I mean, I just, I questioned if he maybe sh he should not have a boating license. <laughs> I just love that he woke him up. It was like Jason takes Manhattan. He woke up. Maybe he thought he killed one, but he woke them all up because seconds later we get the one get up and it karate chops a naval ship in half. Oh my gosh! That, I mean, well, I thought he ate the naval ship. Oh, maybe he did. it just split in half. Oh, like, you're talking about in the beginning. The, the, near the beginning, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I, I was I thought you meant his boat at the end. Oh no! Whoa. <laughs> that was yeah, yeah, I was not expecting that. I really no, wanted, no, I wasn't either. Because there were so many moments before that for that to happen. So after we saw him so many times, I'm like, ah, oh, they're not going to do that. And well, I, and I kept saying like, I, right before that happened, I'm like, why is this guy in this movie? Like, really, he served no purpose the entire movie. You know, like he's he's way too casual for the chaos that's going on. Well, there's definitely a lot of casualness. I mean, flirting and all that stuff. While there's chaos going on, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this one thing that I really question. Okay, they're fighting these, I mean, big big aliens, and then one gigantic alien is bigger than King Kong and Godzilla. Yeah, why is there only five military? There's only five. <laughs> like there's five taking on these aliens. Where's the rest of the military? That is a great question. The only <laughs> other military that we see in this movie, because that's what you know when it comes to B movies, you can't have a ton of extras. So even if you know all the uh, high shots, there's nobody around. So wherever they shot this, no, it's it's, it's like it's like it's like the Expendables going after the aliens. That's really what it was. It was five yeah. special specialists. Well, forget it. I'm wrong. It's not five military because two of them were doctors. So literally, it was three military people going after the aliens. Yeah, and then the only the other time we saw the other ones was the first time we saw the spiders, the spider-looking things. Yeah. There was five military random extras <laughs> that ran past, and we saw them. Just we didn't see them die. We just have to assume they died. But you saw the millions of the things coming at them, and they were still firing. I'm like, they're done. Oh, oh ridiculous! <laughs> and I mean, I mean, they also they have these three transformers that they're flying around. No one knew. No, except for the except for the and actually, I think that the two girls and the guy that used it never used it before. So who's trained on that on those on those transformers that no one knew how to use it? Well, no, they are trained on it. What they did was they changed for some reason the the whole like. Were they in the first movie? Were they in the first movie? The Transformers? I didn't see the first movie. Oh, the Transformers. Okay. I'm sure they. I'm guessing they were. I didn't look at the first movie, but the thing is, is the Doctor Roth. His was a different operating system. So that was all monkey wrench in this whole thing that the military, after they fired Dr. Roth, they changed the, the OS. So that was the thing that screwed everything up because that's why there was a huge lag. And that was like the big issue for everyone in this movie. 
Oh, okay, the lag part. When he points his finger and says, see, you have no lag or something like that, he didn't do anything. He just moved his I arm. I, I thought he was going to do, like, make him flinch or something like, like you know, like fake punch and make him. He, li- he literally pointed at him and he goes, see, if you saw that coming, <laughs> you know, I'm like, who didn't see that coming? We all saw it coming. <laughs> so the next part I'm going to talk about is the biggest. This is a question that happens in so many movies, and I wonder if this is real. So uh, while uh, our buddy on the boat, he calls up Dr. Roth and he's Dr. Roth's jogging and he's telling him about the situation and he goes, yeah, they're the FBI. They're going to, they should be at, at you in a few minutes and they pull up and he's like, Whoa guys, you think I can go to my house and get some stuff? He's like, don't worry. We already stopped there. We packed for you. My question is, is that happens in a lot of movies. People, I think people maybe really want to get their own stuff or they want to go to their house and run. But it's always in movies that the, the FBI is like, oh, don't worry. We packed everything for you. Are they going through drawers? And uh, do you think this well, does this sound very good? First of all, how do the FBI know what he needs? You know, is it like a random? But what did they pack? Because he wore the same clothes the entire time. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> what so like what what did he like? What did he need to pack? Because this literally takes place all in one day. That's a, oh, yeah. Maybe that's why. Maybe it was an overnight bag and, he, and then we never at night. He didn't just, need I mean, it. like, he didn't need anything. I, I, I it, literally, like, it's it takes place in one night. He he wears the same clothes all the time. He doesn't have any of his equipment. Like, he uses all this stuff. So, like, I I wonder what like did they pack a toothbrush and like you know his deodorant and like <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, you know, it's so what if what if we what if we go out to dinner after we're celebrating? You checking him a collared shirt? Should be a button up? Should be a polo? What should I do? What's or maybe like, he has one of those like bum things that go on a stick, you know the hobo, oh, yeah. the, ho- the, the hobo stick. bags, and he just had he has one right in the in the corner. So what do they call? I forget what it's called. That's I don't know what it's called, but uh, yeah, no, the handkerchief, the old handkerchief, <laughs> the old guy, handkerchief. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, God, I love was that, that a was that a thing? Like, I mean, you you've always seen it in cartoon Bugs Bunny and movies and all that stuff, but like, was that a thing? Like, if if you were homeless, you walk around with a stick. A handkerchief and whatever could fit in that handkerchief on the on the edge. <laughs> they they don't help you out. They don't give you food. They don't give you anything. They give, they give you a stick and a handkerchief. And isn't it like the worst way to carry? It? Because the minute you un, uh, like untie it, everything's gonna fall out like a pinata. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so like they could they should have made something a little better. At least with like a pocket or something like. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not a really good invention. That's in Joe Dirt. I know you turn that movie off, but oh. Joe Dirt walks down the train tracks as a kid, and then he morphs into an adult with that. <laughs> so stupid. All right. <laughs> Pretty good stuff. But uh, no, yeah. Sorry. So then the so now they're going to the bar. It's called the Need for Speed Bar. Perfect for obviously military folk. Okay. Uh, and this guy, and I'm the, telling you, ham, hammers the, get with all these girls. Oh, the waitress. Uh, oh, first of all, I mean, and he, I mean, he looked like he was leaving with all three of them. Like you know, unless, again, his name is Hammer. I know. I mean, yeah. And and they and clearly the women know his name is Hammer. So you know. I just, just the thing I didn't get was he was flirting with the waitress and they knew he was. So in my head, I'm like, oh, they're just like close girl, like friends. And right. then the, then when the girl walked away, he gave her the looks and they're like, see, she get you didn't, she didn't charge you for any of your drinks. And he's like, oh, this one's about on me. And then he starts like necking with bugs. And the other girl, Badger, she's like, 
oh, I don't want to be the third wheel again. And they're like, what do you mean? And then the waitress came back again and he made eyes at her again. And I'm like, what is happening? Wait, did you just say necking? Necking. What is this, the 60s? <laughs> yeah. You're, they're necking. I've, I haven't heard necking. Like, I really can't believe you said necking. <laughs> That's the way it is. <laughs> you know, my, my wife just said that. We drove past a park when it was raining earlier today, and there were two kids in their cars making out, and she said, look at that, they're necking. <laughs> so that's why you said it. Okay. They had some Buddy Holly on, and they were necking. Okay. Then, well, it, it, listen, I guess if you're listening to Buddy Holly, then it's, you know, necking is called for. You, you got to. What do you call <laughs> when you're listening to Motorhead? <laughs> Moshing. <laughs> it's, 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 in, it's in the name. Motorhead. <laughs> okay. And back Yikes. to the movie. <laughs> so so I do love that in this bar, they're playing Jenga. The guy has no coordination. They've been drinking. And then they get like, uh, 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 like a little alert. And then they have to go. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're shit faced. And they have to go. But they're like so jacked for it. They And there's only three specialists. They're the only, only three, three specialists. There's only three specialists. Dude, and at the end of the movie, when that comes up again, when they're like, where are the other ones? And what is yeah. what do they say? They go, oh, we have no one and no one. Uh, what do you say? Not on this coast, but it was something like the, the next person that could be in the robot is so far away. They wouldn't get your time. I'm like, really? Like yeah. once all this started, you didn't have backup. Like they even had like, five uh, people. There's five yeah. people. That's it. And, and you know, I'll, I'll give I'll give this studio credit because they literally had three female leads for oh, an action yeah. movie. You know, like you don't see that too often. And the fact that, like, you know, you have these three specialists that, that are have three that are going into the three Transformers, and two of them are women, and one's a guy. So you know, like that, you, you don't see that too often. So I give the studio credit for doing that. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, I mean, it might be a you know reason why they, again they're wearing tank tops and everything. You know, they, but yeah. Okay, but they don't have backups like a, a, a I know a, a, like elementary no. school production of Annie has a backup, and, and clearly this. they're they're taking the, like they taking time off and they're drinking. So like they should have like while they're doing that, they should have had already three other people that are already at the headquarters ready to go. No, they just whenever you know, even if you're home, you can be. What if you're on vacation? And they get the call. Do you have to leave vacation and come come to the headquarters because you're you're the only three we have? It would have been great if there was two shit faced to drive and they had to take like an Uber or a cab and the cab had to drop them off. And it's like, hey, guys, this is the middle of nowhere. Don't worry. We're fine. It's just the cave because they have to walk oh. into that cave. Oh, well, yeah, the cave. But what if they, if they were so drunk that they, they get into Transformers and then the flying around all drunk because they were just drinking before that, you know. <laughs> but let's talk about that cave. I mean, mm -hmm. again, another thing you see in movies all the time, how like that cave was huge huge like are are there caves that have layers like that and why well why did well, they, why we, did they always we saw a caves? turtle cave we well it could be inside of a turtle maybe that's inside of a turtle that's, <laughs> they cut well, that why do they choose caves all the time and i mean think about the work that has to go in to like if you're if you find the cave to make it a lair I mean, the amount of like work that has to go on to make these caves as big as they, the layers are would take years. 
Oh, I know. Just thinking about like excavating like just the elevator shaft. Oh, and ridiculous. Then th- and he said they're 30 stories underground. Oh my God. Okay, so th- that's a lot of digging inside the cave because the cave is still there. So you have to bring all the equipment inside the cave, dig. So the, I, I would think that the people that find the cave, they're adults. And by the time the cave is done, it's really their children going to take over because they're too <laughs> old to even to even use the cave. <laughs> Grandpa, it's finally done. What? <laughs> I mean, we just we just watched Temple of Doom and look at the size of that cave. I mean, that cave was massive. How long do you think that took it to make? I mean, it's no way, you know. Yeah, there was a lot. Of, there was a lot of little children that had to build that cave. <laughs> there was, and they're like chipping one rock at a time, like one pebble at a time. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it gets done. <laughs> is that is how it gets done? But I do love the use of the CGI because even this, obviously, how expensive would it be to build that real set? But even when the doctor and the other guy, the main, I shouldn't have his name. I have his name written down somewhere. But when they go into the cave and they walk into like, they probably set up a green screen. They walked in. It's like, it looked good enough for me. Like if they really walked into an, a legit elevator, would it change it for anything? So oh, Russo, right? Russo was the other guy. Okay, yeah, he yeah. was the badass guy. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. I, I, again, the, I, for a B movie, I'm totally sold on the CGI. I think, uh, yeah. you know, I think that I think the CGI throughout the whole movie was was spot on. I think it was it was very good. So, yeah, I don't think whether it's an elevator or not. I didn't even think twice about that. So I don't I don't think it would have made a difference. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. And here's another thing. We always talk about this in horror movies, especially in uh in Nightmare on Elm Street, where people are like, Freddie, who? Who's who's Freddie? In this, when the girl goes about the bugs, she's like, I've never seen them before. And I'm like, there has to be footage. Of course, not a, forget footage. It would have been all over the newspaper and, and the TV that giant bugs, I'm assuming from the the same bugs from the first movie, were around. You no one's Everybody in the world would hear about it. If there was an yeah. alien invasion in Pakistan, we're all going to hear about it. So, you know, like, I mean, for them to in the same town, not even know what's going on, a little ridiculous. Yeah, no. But it happens. It's, it's so funny. Like, in what do you mean? It oh, happens all the time. All the time. It's ridiculous. And, and you know, one thing that I, I, I feel the military is has no concern for is the civilian life of any of the uh, the missiles that are going off, the, like I mean, in the beginning when they were showing the clips of the of the navy ship and and it's shooting missiles on the beach <sighs> while people are running for their lives, not even caring who's in the way for these missiles. And I feel like this entire movie, all the action that's going on, all these build, no care at all about any civilian life. And how many civilians do you think died in this movie? A lot. I would think so. However, you really don't see anybody. There's really, it's, it's like a ghost town. I mean, it's, they, they, they seem to be attacking the uh, one town where it's only like six people that are running. There's two, there's two people, a mother and daughter, the mother who has bright orange hair. The daughter has bright blonde hair running together the entire, and that's the only civilians you really see. Yeah. We only see people running when they get out of the car. 
Like when Correct. she panics and gets out of the right. car, that's the only time we see people run past the car. It makes her think she should run, but yeah. And so who who's the fa- the, the father? Is that the, the the tough guy, the bad guy, the badass Lee, guy? Yeah. Okay. He no, not the Spanish come... guy. No, no, no. It's Lee, no, no, not the Spanish guy. guy. I'm talking about the oh, one okay. that's me- the, the mother and daughter on the run. Mm-hmm. Okay. Later on in the movie, he says something like he 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 chose to do something which I can't believe. When when he knew that his mother, his wife, and daughter were trapped, he's like, "I can't go help them. I'm the backup for for Russo or whatever." Really? Like you're gonna <laughs> tell me your wife and daughter are trapped by these bugs, and you're choosing to do the backup for Russo? I I don't think so. Dedicated. He's a lifer. <laughs> he's a lifer. Well, again, I guess the, I guess he had no choice since there's only four of the military people left. So it's you know, <laughs> it's true. Well, actually, less than that because it's, the two women yeah. were stuck in the room. but then the doctor was like you know you can go help your family they're fine it's like okay let's go (laughs) wait so why is he the backup shouldn't he have been inside the suit instead of the doctor the doctor knew how to work it that's why that's the only reason why because remember remember the thing about this movie not only was the operating system yeah it was to be in it you had had a brain scan done so it's a pretty interesting concept obviously if these things were real I don't think you'd have to be like linked to it. Like if your robot gets punched in the back, everything's connected to you. So you actually feel it, which I don't understand why that would be a thing. I would feel like you wouldn't want that because then you're, you should just let more your robot to do whatever and not feel pain. But for some reason, whatever. So that was the thing in this movie. Yeah. But so that's what, yeah, no, but, but it was big enough that they both could have went in there. Right. So like he should have he should have been driving or flying the robot while the doctor said, all right, now do this, do this, do this. This guy had I I mean, he looked afraid the entire time he was flying this thing. Oh, he really looked useless. So, okay, All right. We're getting too far. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. But you're right. Like at the same time, the other story, the other part of the movie is happening. You have the daughter, the the wife is looking for the daughter. She's not picking up her phone. She's stuck in L.A. traffic. I did like when she was in L.A. traffic, uh, L.A. ish tra- traffic. And then the next time we see her in traffic, she's on like a rural road. Did you notice yeah. that? It went yeah, from yeah. like city to like, I don't know, like to go to like a concert in the woods. It was like yeah, yeah, yeah. one lane road and nothing was moving. Now, I don't have, I never dr- driven a convertible, but would you need an air freshener for a convertible? Wouldn't that like kind of defeat the purpose? Like it, you're, I mean, if you're out there, I don't think, I don't think it would work because she had yeah, an air freshener. Smell whatever is out in the air. Yeah. You know? It's not going to, it's not, it's going to, the wind's going to blow everything around. She literally had an air freshener hanging from the mirror. Huge waste. They really sold. They upsold her when she was. See going now, if the car yeah, and they paid money for that air freshener. That, that could have used, been used for another prop. They could use that for. They, a waste, they wasted it on that. That was poor choice. <laughs> a new keyboard. Yeah, they could. <laughs> oh man. So so now we get Doctor Roth is in the lab. We meet General Worthington. Uh, arms crossed, like you said, like real serious. The whole Solid time. actor, like him in this movie. Every line, like. Like you said, everybody gave their all, but with him, I really liked his uh, portrayal of being that <laughs> character. But it was funny, just like a lot of these movies, it's always like the scientist, the doctor, whatever. And they're like, oh, we don't like your idea. We're going to fire you. But then everything went to shit. So then we have to bring you back. So that's the whole point of this movie. They're using Dr. Roth because whatever other thing they tried with Dr. Horowitz is not working. So they bring 
Amen. They, it's the same trope in every movie, right? You have the you have the 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 general of the movie that doesn't want to listen to reason, and he just wants to attack and do everything else. Where you have the scientists and the doctors have like the idea of how to do this without like going all commando, you know. And that's that's literally happens like in all the time. Um, I I disagree a little bit about the general. I think he he overdoes the general like you know type i mean like like i said i mean there's a scene where he walks through the other room the sliding door he turns around and his arms are folded and with that angry face on just <laughs> facing the camera like it's like it, he really played like tough general a little too much he just needed to dial it down a little bit um <laughs> but yeah i mean like he went all again he went all in i mean but even that the other guy i mean every guy every tough guy in the movie they're all standing with their hands on their hips you know, yeah. it's just the stance you have to have, you know, they're ready to go. You know, there's bugs attacking the earth. You know, where else are you going to put your hands? Okay. All right. On your hips. There, there are some really funny lines and there are characters that we never saw, but had really ridiculous lines. How about when Dr. Horowitz, she's on speakerphone with somebody we don't even know. All there is is a conversation and it seemed like it might've been somebody that worked at the Pentagon or something with the white house because they were like, she was like, I know I can do this. I was here last time. I know I can do this. And the lady on the other end, in such a bitchy voice, she goes, remember, you win, you get a medal. You lose, blood on your hands. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, there were definitely a couple of lines like that. throughout. The, I mean, she, the doctor also has a, a funny like back and forth later on in the movie. Oh, um, well, the next line she has when she meets Dr. Roth, it's like uh, two uh, like lions checking each other out because she's like talking shit to him. He's kind of talking shit to her and she goes, yeah, I read your theory, but would it really work? <laughs> uh, it's so dumb. Well, I, I, the one I wrote down later is something like she's like, I'm going to assist them. And the guy goes, you can't go. It's suicide. She goes, I'm going. And he goes, okay. I know. <laughs> like there, I know. Was, there, was no, there was no argument. She goes, I'm going. And he goes, okay. Very <laughs> pinhead-esque. You just have Very, to ask I him mean, twice and it works. It's yeah. like Austin Powers. She's a doctor. Like she's not a military person. She's a doctor. And she basically throws her weight around the entire time. And she was so. going with that tiny canister to do what? I don't know. I, yeah, I, she didn't have anything to launch it. So there yeah, must be somehow, something they had planned. Somehow they had a lot of equipment when they did that autopsy out there and she was able to diagnose a lot of things without using a microscope. I mean, she, I mean, I know she had the Google goggles on, you know, or something <laughs> like she had, so much. but I mean, uh, you know, she was able, I mean, I don't know what they were cutting open because it looked like a bunch of marbles that just fell out of the. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> even her, even the line, it was like. Was that something that was added to be in the script or was that just something that and at the part they're like, hey, you utter this line because it's like you get improv that whole line because it really didn't have too much to had a little bit affecting the end of the movie. But when she was like, oh, usually if you know the organisms of the body, you could guess. But with this, they look totally different. <laughs> it's like, yeah. OK, that that sort of makes sense. Even in that scene, I was thinking in my head, did they maybe add that later? or forget to shoot it or something because why I know why they didn't do it in the lab, but maybe they just didn't have that set anymore to use. Maybe they didn't have it oh. rented out or something because they were like, we don't want to bring this inside because we don't know what gas is. It's going to admit. Let's bring all this stuff outside. <laughs> and they're all standing around it anyway. No one's wearing a gas mask. I know. So, uh, and, and okay. So that one gas scene when everybody's coughing, 
that scene was like that was basically a two minute scene of everybody coughing. Like they were they were coughing for a long time. I'm like, what is going on? Like, what? there was a line in this movie that did offend me though. <gasps> wow. Okay. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the line. So okay. when the doctor was shooting the gun and the guy goes, I didn't know how, I didn't know how, how, how'd you learn how to shoot that? He goes, Because I'm from New York or something like that. Like, <laughs> like what does that have to do anything? So they're saying there's a, a lot of people, a lot of gun shooting in New York. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh man, I thought I, I thought I wrote it down. Oh, I thought I. Wrote oh no, the where, whole where did you learn? How, where did you learn how to shoot like that? I'm from New York. New York. I'm from New York. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Amazing. It's so funny. And he used it pretty good. He just picked up the oh. gun, a doctor, and he just boom. We've, again, we've seen that so many times in movies. I forget what movie it was where someone's never shot a gun and they picks up this machine gun and starts mowing down everybody. They're pro- yeah, people are pros. I can understand if he was from like Alabama or like Arkansas. Maybe they're more apt to wake up and practice shooting a gun as like a seven-year-old, but I don't know about it in New York. Yeah, you see, I, see, that's the thing. I, I would think like Alabama, it's like more of like a hobby where like yeah. in New York, it's more of a crime thing. So it's like, it's like of all places to say you got a gun from, I would have said like, yeah, I would think like it's, it's a little insulting for New York. Say, <laughs> like, Hey man, I never shot a gun. <laughs> I, I know if I know there's a gun in somebody's house, I get a little uneasy. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. So here's another like, Fun, not a funny thing, but this is like where we were talking about the operating system already. So when he put the, it's almost like they didn't want to tell him that they changed his whole thing because the general has him put on the glasses and he puts them on and he goes, Brr. he goes, did someone change the operating system? And then he's all pissed. Off. <laughs> that, 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 that monocle that they're wearing. I mean, when you look at it up close, cause they zoom in, it looks, it looks like something you get at a gumball machine. Like it looks like a yeah. like a, it looks like a plastic little like I mean again I don't know what it's supposed to do I, I mean I, I guess it's directing the the machines for flying but like how is it doing I don't understand how like the eye thing works it was very like steampunkish that's what it looked like it was it was like, it was. It, was, yes. it was like the exact thing from that that's that style right. so what what is the eye monocle supposed to be for like what's supposed to be doing. They didn't really ever show if it zoomed <laughs> in on anything or if they just looked yeah. at that. So yeah, I, I, I don't know. Okay. I'm glad. My I'm only glad guess we're on the same page. now thinking about it, that like if you looked at the window that they looked out of, like when we saw the POV of like bugs when she has that badass scene in a little bit, when she's looking out through the glass, they couldn't really see anything from there. So my guess would be that has to be tied into a better camera on the robot head or something because if you look through that little window you can't really see anything no no it was like a, it was like the the window of a like an airplane like it was like <laughs> a cockpit window you know so yeah i mean and and do they only have three robot transformers is That's that all the you only- can afford yeah <laughs> okay all right <laughs> yeah no because as soon as it's not like they were like okay we, we got another one in backup like after but, okay okay so they had bugs in the first movie, so they decided they need these robots. But knowing they have bugs, they should have like built something different, like a huge, like a huge like fly swatter, or like Ooh. you know, like a big bug spray thing, or something like you know. No, why would they think of a robot, like a transformer? That's what they thought of. Well, now that you mentioned the bug spray, that's the end of the movie. That is the what they put together okay. at the end, which is kind you of know, funny. I, I didn't think about yeah, that. But they should have used that for like the whole. Like instead of the, the spending the money on that robot, which again looked very cool if that's what the military wanted to make, but that should have had bug spray. 
That like like it had everything else. Why didn't it have like bug spray spraying out of the hands or something? <laughs> or like glue traps, like all the little like <laughs> or have like the See, light so at night. See, have the there you go. zapper. Have the, cool. the zapper. Had like the zapper going on. <laughs> See, there you go. I like it. <laughs> and then the call signs when we finally hear what her name is, she goes, call sign bugs. Sting like a bee. And I'm like, why wasn't your call sign like Queen Bee? Or something like that. Stinger. Not Stinger. Bugs. I, I like that one. See, Stinger would have been well, good. I take that. I take that's mine. That's I that. Stinger. <laughs> well, you already said anvil, so you're out. Oh, I did. I did say so. <laughs> but uh yeah, so then we uh yeah, so then they're this is when they're prepping them to go up because obviously the, the bugs are already there. He they let him know about the lag time and yeah dude we see that and then i know where like obviously we saw obviously the one that came out of the water already like the big it was like a big prey mantis that's what it kind of looked yes. like you know yeah and right Talk- away within seconds they're they're shooting at it like they the thing was right in that town like again they walked to no, it in no time yeah nothing they again and how many people were in that area like there was no yeah Okay. Well, there were people screaming, right? Or was that? No, no, that was in the opening, right? That was in the opening. That flashback. was the opening. Yeah, the yeah. People at the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Again, literally, they were piling on guns and missiles at beachgoers that were just enjoying, <laughs> you know, time. So, yeah, there was no. Yeah. Ridiculous. Okay, but the, these these alien bugs, I, I don't understand. Like, again, like, what are they? What's their, like, goal? Like, why are they, like... Is it they're they're avenging from the first movie? Like, were there a- alien bugs in the first movie? Are these the same exact creatures that they thought they killed? I yeah yeah not that sort of thing because they say they're back. So yeah, I would so, assume they're the same. Okay okay, and they they came alive because of the boat in the beginning. I don't know if they no. I just think randomly did, but I <laughs> I just thought that was the timing of it that he only saw one blip on the radar. He dropped those bombs and then more woke up or something like that. But wouldn't they have found them like? Knowing that they came from the ocean from the first movie, wouldn't they have searched the ocean to make sure there's no none left? They should have, or because they... the submarine later in the movie found them all on the ground. He found a bunch Ridiculous. of them. They're like giant seashells. Yeah. So they're why? Like so, so clearly the submarine found it pretty quickly. So how about like doing it after the first before the first movie? You know, when they found that all these monsters are coming from the ocean, they could use the submarine then. And maybe well, save a lot of super lives. Super deep. Because obviously there's parts of the ocean that we've never, like we know more about the moon than some parts of the ocean because how deep it goes. But how about the, I think that's pretty funny because they wanted you to think it was a sub, a real sub. Did you notice like what was there? It was like a bass. There was like a regular fish. I don't know why they didn't reshoot that thing. Maybe because obviously like timing and budget and having to get things done. But there was a like a regular bass. And then you saw like the clam looking aliens. And then I laughed my ass off because the guy goes, okay, you want me to take him out? Okay. Guys, squadron. We need to fire up three sea bass torpedoes. And I'm like, so dumb. The same thing we just saw is the name <laughs> yeah. of the torpedo. Yeah. Well, they, they seem to be very like non too creative on like the names of things, you know, because again, he, they probably saw Hammer with a hammer one time in his hand. Oh, let's name you Hammer. And the other one, Squish a Bug. All right, you're a bug killer. And, it, and this giant, whatever. What's the giant killer? Is that what his name is? Well, well yeah, that's because I am i don't know if he was in the first one, but maybe in, the, okay. in some lore he was. But uh, 
Yeah, no, because yeah, his name is Giant Killer. Oh, that, that was a good question. Was there anyone from this movie in the first movie? Or is this like oh. a totally different movie? Uh, good question. I'll look it up right now. Let's see. Like, I wonder how connected this movie is to the first movie. Um, and based and considering this movie really doesn't have a plot outside of their back, I wonder if this is kind of the same, the same plot as the first movie. They're here, and the second one is their back. Yeah, let's see. Atlantic Rim. Okay, I got it. 2013. Let's see, Jared directed that one. Who's in that one? David Michael. I don't think so. Oh, wait. Um, no. No, so it's a whole new cast. Maybe they all died in the first one. Yeah, nobody from the first one. And you know who else did it? The Blue Ray, the Blue Power. Oh, no, that's not him. He looks like the Blue <laughs> Power Ranger, but. Uh, uh, I got news to you. This movie looks like a Power Rangers movie. Oh, no, definitely. You can get the vibe. It, it's almost it, like a, it's also what's that? It's like a Voltron movie, too, with these with these things. See, it would have been cool if the the flying Transformers kind of were able to connect and make one big one to really fight the monster at the end. See, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, that'd be good. Like, like, like a Voltron that, thing. So the first one had a half a million dollar budget. The first okay. one did. What, what was the budget for this one? Uh, let me see. Atlantic Rim. Uprising. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's no wiki set up for that, so uh, yeah, I don't see it. But uh, okay, okay, I'm sure it's gonna be in the same ballpark, but maybe a little bit more. It just depends on how they they went with that. Sure. But uh, so then they they go back into so now they're in the robots. You got Hammer, Bugs, Badger ready to kick some ass. They're in it, and then within seconds they shoot the thing down. They fire the rockets and yeah, woo! And then they're like. Okay, guys, move in and confirm it's dead. And I'm like, wouldn't you just keep shooting at it? Like, I know, obviously, there's like civilians okay. around. Uh, uh, it, this is not happening in every single Jason movie, Fred, whatever. At every horror movie, they or any any kind of movie where you shoot the bad guy, they always shoot him like once when he falls down. There's never multiple stabs of shooting. Never. It's always yeah. like, all right, he must be dead because you know he's laying, he's playing possum. <laughs> like I, I feel like, and they, that's bad guys do. They play possum until someone gets closer, and they also pop up real quick. No, well, this alien watched you. It is. It's a great, and it clearly it works because it happens every single movie. <laughs> <laughs> Even in action movies, they always do that. The bad guy at the very end. Always, and then some movies always. make fun of that. They're like, "I don't want you to see you get up," and then they shoot him in the head. Like, see, the only okay, the only one that didn't do it was Corey Feldman in Jason uh, Friday. Chapter four. He was chopping away with that. Oh, like yeah. he was making sure. So I give him credit. He was the only one trying, at least. So it yeah, takes no, yeah. it takes a twelve year old to figure that out. It really? Does. Well, I guess because he grew <laughs> up so much, he had to see Judy Aronson, uh, Aronson's boobs. So okay. he's probably really excited. See, and he matured all in that day. And his dog maybe got killed. I don't know. You know what? That'd be great if they make a new the Friday Thirteenth, and the <sighs> dog comes back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they could do that with Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift, and bring back that guy, uh, they should bring back the talk. Where have you been all this time? All, yeah, all the survivors are sitting there. You got Feldman. You got oh. you know, Kim back. You got everyone. Kevin Spears. You have all these people just hanging out. And then out of nowhere, the dog walks in. <laughs> 
And only true fans would know who that dog is. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> or if Feldman's character had a dog and its name was, I should know the name. Why don't, is it Buster? What's that dog's name? I don't know, but that sounds good. Uh, but it, if it was like on uh, King of Queens, it was like Buster <laughs> Seven or whatever it was. <laughs> All right. You but, know, it's uh, funny. Yeah, so around, this the, yeah. around this time, I wrote a note. How far is the guy in the boat going? <laughs> You're right. I literally like, I mean, like, I, I, because, you know, it kept coming on the screen and I just, it was just something that just kept bothering me. I didn't understand this guy's role. Yeah. You just kept calling in and they're like, do you see anything out there? He's like, no, but they're heading to you. Cause at <laughs> one time he does let them know that there's more coming, which is, I guess at the, before he bites the bullet at the end, he does let them know. Cause then that's when we see the other right. two right. that come, but no, when, so this is when they're supposed to move in confirm it's dead. They Correct. don't shoot again. They just get close. And man, within seconds, the thing gets up and they're way too close. And Hammer, like, Hammer doesn't even get hit. It seems like he barely gets hit, but then he gets shorted out and he starts, like, convulsing. Yeah, I didn't understand what was going on with that. Like, that was a weird... And then where is that 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 gas coming from? It's like his oxygen tank to keep that sealed. So something yeah, was leaking it was turning, out of it. Yeah, but to, to, make, to make him choke or, like, it's that bad? Like, that basically everybody who came on board on that was choking to death yeah that, yeah that... i don't know yeah there must have been so... yeah no that wasn't the auction what could have been there? no it had to be something with the aliens because again later on she she didn't want that toxins to be later on but like i, I was trying to like where did that come from because i couldn't figure that out yeah but all, oh. all i know is bugs is like don't mess with my man because she goes in and starts beating the shit out of the thing yeah. punching it knocking it she knocks the thing out like <laughs> But like in no time, you, and then they control yeah. those those transformers very very well. Just using the two sticks, like using those two. Like I would think it would be very hard to do. Like just walk forward with those the two sticks, and they're able to act like a human just by moving two sticks back and forth. What stick is one stick for walking, and the other sticker for? Because that's the thing I was confused about. Like there must have been something with their feet that we couldn't see because just to have two sticks that move them forward and the arms move. Well, you would think one, one stick would move it forward and back. The other one would turn it right and left. That's what I thought. But the buttons in front of them, how do you punch? Maybe the buttons on top of the stick. Maybe it's like, it's like, it's like a Wii. It's like a Wii controller. You know, you push the button at the top and, but the buttons on the dashboard were literally just lighted buttons. It was like, it was like a red button, a yellow button. It was a green button. It was just lights. That's, that's all that was on the dashboard. I was looking, I'm like, isn't there anything else? Like the switches they're like not even on the side. Like I said, there's no switches anywhere. I mean, you, you watch any kind of airplane movie. There's switches all over the place. Even the Millennium Falcon had switches everywhere. Yeah. This had, this, had, this had no switches at all. This just had just buttons, <laughs> like the colored buttons. And, and they were like, you know, big well, buttons. we don't need your stinking switch. <laughs> <laughs> God, right. so hammers down. You have Dr. Roth. He wants to go in and uh, Horowitz. They're going in now. And yeah, dude. It it just just the size of the bug. Obviously, obviously, we were talking about like how good the CGI is, but just thinking how big that is, that thing falling down. Obviously, people already evacuated. Yep. But people's like 
businesses are ruined. Every car is ruined. Oh. The thing probably must have went into the ground and ruined the pavement, too. Well, think about how big the robots are, right? Those robots look pretty big. They oh, yeah. look so small next to these these. Aliens. Oh, I know. Like they, they look tiny. So it's like these things again. They look bigger than Godzilla and King Kong. I mean, these aliens are huge. So yeah, wouldn't they have, like? I don't know. Maybe they weren't as big in the first one, and that's why they built the robot small. Or wouldn't you build the robots as big as? <laughs> of the, course you would. As the <laughs> insects. I mean, it literally it looked like the robots could do absolutely no damage to this. To the aliens. I mean, and like I, I, I don't, I don't think the fights with the robots were like that long. Like they're, 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 they were too like they were quick scenes all the time. Like I wanted oh, yeah. to see more like action, like you know, coming from the robots, and it just wasn't a lot. Yeah, one thing I did like, and they did like the perfect sequel route because they didn't say like, yo, let's do the same thing as the first movie. Kind of like why I really enjoy Tremors too is the first Tremors. Obviously, they're really amazing it's cool they come from the ground vibration but the second one with the shriekers the ones that can like fly uh but this one i, I love it. oh you never saw the second one? Oh, it's great no, I, dude I, I only saw the first one. Oh, dude you gotta watch the second one we gotta cover that one that one's a good well, one. i thought i thought we were covering or i thought we were supposed to cover the brand new one oh, we were gonna cover one of them yeah salvation yeah we could still do okay. that <laughs> but right. uh no but the second one's dude second one's almost i would say it's might be better like the guy okay. is really good. The guy that plays the sidekick to Fred Ward, the new guy that takes over sort of for, he's not Kevin Bacon's character, but he's really funny in it. But anyway, in this movie, I love what they do that. You see these giant creatures, but then it like starts like pulsating. And then we get like, dude, those creatures were so starship trooper esque. I love. Oh, very much so. And, and they were like so many of them. Like, oh, I mean, ridiculous, ridiculous. Yeah. And and they do something later on, which I didn't understand. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, again, for the CGI, I think it was I think they did a good job because it really looked like, you know, if you were if you were like if they were normal size and, we were, you know, we we're going to assume you would see like a million bugs like running towards you. They did a good job looking like that. You know, like it was like when they were taking over the city and covering the entire street, like it was pretty cool. Yeah, and I love how you, you got a really cool because you saw Bugs is pretty badass anyway. The way she took on after her man got knocked down, but when those things are coming through the little window, and like the acid's getting sprayed on her, and you see like this big scar but, that forms. so so that scar was just for an acid dripping. <sighs> that looked like she got sliced by a sword. That's what it looked like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked because okay. then from there she has a handgun she's shooting him out of the window i'm like whoa man she is intense like yeah phew. well i mean she's intense the rest of the movie i mean she's ready to go back out there constantly you know she had a, the other one the other i forget her name um but um badger? was it was it badger yeah it was badger was the other girl. okay yeah i mean she was like you know we gotta take it easy here you gotta need some rest and she's like no no they killed hammer we gotta go back out there like she she was ready to go oh, even no, though she's the one that was her. her line yeah the nurse says well i can't let you out of here and she's no, but like, even right but even badger said it even she said no yeah. we gotta stay loose because she was in the room with her that's when badger was walking around in her gym outfit look like she was wearing a tank top and sweat and, and spandex she was ready to go. But no, that, that now that we're talking about that part, but her line, the nurse goes, if you leave, you have to sign some paper. And she goes, where's the damn pen? <laughs> bugs is ready to go, man. I, I got to be honest. Every time you say bugs, I'm thinking bugs, bunny. I can't like, 
it's such a stupid name. <laughs> I don't know why she picked that name, but she was a bad, she was such a badass. The handguns, and then, dude, and then from here is when we. I love what the giant killer says. Uh, the general when he's giving out orders to, again to us, it's only five military people, but there's got to be more people. But she, he goes, I want anything with more than two legs, two legs. killed on site. So does that mean yes. like dogs and cats that are on the street? <laughs> They're dead. <laughs> it's all, okay. all right. So, all right. <laughs> hamsters. All right, so everything. Well, I mean, I don't think hamsters would be on the street. Why not? You see how, how often do you see a stray hamster? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, but dogs and cats. I mean, so if they're they taking them walking, literally, <laughs> the dogs understand <laughs> what's going on. They start walking like Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty funny <laughs> hey general i got this thing it looks like a dog but it's walking on it where i say it just has two legs let it go so the dog's like wearing a raincoat and hat just trying to, <laughs> yeah. to blend in <laughs> like muppet man <laughs> like muppet man yes muppet man <laughs> yeah. so then this is where dr harwitz reveals that they're going to go into phase two and it's biological okay, hold, hold, warfare. Hold. So yeah. basically, it's like, all right, if phase one does not work, we're just going to destroy everything around. That's that's yeah. the second option. So there's Pretty there's no, like there's no like there's no like slowly getting to the worst case scenario. It's like if this doesn't work, we're just going to do it. We're just going to get rid, rid rid of everybody, aliens and everybody. That's their plan. Yeah, and then I love that Dr. Roth was like, he was on your side. Like, why the hell would we do that? She's like, don't worry. It's going to be very targeted. I'll make sure that I'm just going to shoot. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, biological warfare is very targeted. It only hits the one area that you want. And then when the bug jumps out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Nope, not good. Not good at all. Uh, but uh, So then... Oh, dude, the, how about, so, so when they're, so right now their goal is to get a spider by itself because she right. wants to be able to study it in order to figure out like, Hey, how can we defeat these things? Cause maybe, cause it came from the big ones. Maybe there's some kind of link. How about when they, again, they have to do it. They, they can't, it's only four I, of them. No, I know, but okay. But that's the problem when they see a civilian running for his life Ugh. and they're like, and they're like, all right, just, you know, let him go. Like, like really? Like they, like they're the military supposed to save people and that's not their goal. Yeah. Then that's their fault. They should have went there with more people. I mean, it's only five of us. We can't help this guy. Really? Like <laughs> you just watch this guy die. Ugh, they're like, Hey, there's something over there. And then you see him running and just, uh, and I love that set. I wonder what other movies that was used in. Cause there was like all those old VW bugs and there was a yeah. gas station. It didn't have a name. It just said gas. And it's just like so cool. And even that whole scene, like it looked really good when they saw him from a distance and then they got really close. The, the spiders, like it looked good. Even when, yeah. even when uh, our boy from New York shot the gun, when he, when he picked up the, I guess he picked up the guy's gun that got shot, right? Is that yes, the one? Yes. Or the guy yes. that got attacked? Yeah. Yes. And 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 again, their reaction to the CGI, you know, like it, it, like you would think for a B movie that you know it could be off a little bit. And I just think they they really like the CGI. They really did well acting with the CGI. 
No, it was great. Asylum, whoever they used for their yeah. uh, visual effects was great. And then here's a yep. note, another a note about Larry. I wrote Larry dot dot dot, who's still on the boat. Uh, and I, Larry confirms to Dr. Roth that there's more of these. So still at this point, Larry's still. And- that's when I, okay. So that's where I, I wrote down literally it's after, after this part right here is where I wrote down, where is this guy going and how far out is he? Because he's still, and he's driving fast. It's not like he's driving slow. He's flying through how far out. Cause this military had enough time to do a first battle. First of all, get the doctor to the to the, the headquarters. Pick out his clothes. Pick out his deodorant. <laughs> okay, go, go back to headquarters. Go fight again. Go back to headquarters again. And and Larry's still on a boat, flying through. Like he really was like like so deep out there, ridiculous. He he deserved to die. And then he <laughs> dies pretty much after this. Like he <laughs> dies from the next time they cut back to him. Is when he dies. Like, well, this is... well, yeah, because they do the autopsy first, and then he dies right after. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we talked about the autopsy. We talked about Larry dying, yeah. and then this is like a little bit of. Uh, this is when they're on the phone with the submarine guy that we talked about before. So it's like, take him out. We got to take him out. And did you notice a line in this movie that was like Mr. Mom? That reminds you of Mr. Mom at all? So Doctor Roth is talking to. Uh, Dr. Horowitz when she's typing when they're trying to figure out like the final like right, what right. can can take them out like whatever that uh like thing they're going to pump into the the flamethrower and she goes do you think tw- I feel like he even says like do you think 20 will be enough and he says to her we could use a 22 or 24 but uh that'll work for me <laughs> like <laughs> it was just a bunch of jargon. They do it in, of course, so many like on on doctor shows. They use so much jargon. The audience like obviously loves Grey's Anatomy because it's been on for seventy five oh, years. So, so you're like, thinking of Mr. Mom. That that was one of the funniest scenes of Mr. Mom. Yeah, two, that's yeah, two twenty, two twenty four. I don't know. Whatever it takes. That you know what? That would be great if they made a sequel to Mr. Mom, and he's now he's a grandparent, and Ooh. he's taking care of the kids. Mr. Grandma. Would you call like Mr. Well, Grandpa? It would be Mr. Gra- it would be Mr. Grandpa, actually. But I mean, I don't know why no, you're calling he's Mr. him. Mr. Mom. No, I know, but but he I mean his wife's not gonna be working as a grandmother, so now it'll be Mr. Grandpa. Yeah. Like you Mr. like Mrs. Grandma. Grandma better? The one thing I never understood now that yeah, now that we mentioned that movie. Like Martin Mole, okay. Oh. His character seems like he's been rich his entire life. You're telling me he knows what like the voltage you should put in the living room? <laughs> him he was such a creep in that movie oh one of the best one of the best ever it really is all right yeah so if you haven't watched that if you're listening mr mom i'm sure it's free somewhere it's one of the best movies so meanwhile this is where the two doctors are flirting with each other oh again there's there there's been death they they lost their 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 one of their main military people. hammer peep hammer their their one was severely injured. There's civilians we know that are probably smothered to death. There there disasters going on, and they have time to have like a nice chat and flirt. Like really, like you could th- you really think people could think about that kind of stuff when all this is going on? And <laughs> do you remember they're flirting? When she finally says that she's going to go, but when he says he's going to go, oh, he's going to go. She's like, Oh, you must care about me or something, or you can't go or something. Or 
no, uh, well, there was, yeah, it was definitely something like that. But the line was, it's okay, Dr. Horowitz. And she goes, it's not Horowitz, it's Andrea. And she oh. goes, and your name? And he goes, it's J.P. Roth. And she goes, what's the J.P. stand for? He goes, if I I'll survive this, I'll yeah. tell you this. <laughs> Wow, that's a, that's a. That's a cliffhanger for romance. It's <laughs> a cliffhanger. <laughs> oh man, but dude, and then this is the thing I think you're you, my guess would be when you said there's something I have to talk about later, is it the fact that the spiders start to climb all over the big insects? Yes, yes. Okay. So, okay. So, when the spider or whatever aliens they were, they climb they the, the first of all the huge one that eats up eats the boat comes out of the water and he thinks mm-hmm. massive. Right. So all these cockroaches or whatever they are climb the big one, but all they do is hang on. They literally don't do anything else, but hang on. Like it's almost like they're, they become like armor for the the big one. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. Cause I, I, but, but it didn't make sense what they were. I thought they were like, they're going to climb into them and make it bigger. Like that, like, you know, that's why they're all forming together. But all they did was the, the big one fought with them hanging on there. It was like a pretty was, good. You were pretty close to the gas of making it bigger. Obviously, it was another well, creature that they do that with, but pretty close. Now, is that are those all babies? It, you know what? That could that could be. That makes sense, right? It's like there's a, lot, a ton of things that when they okay, not if, like they come out that, of them like when they die. No, but if that makes sense, there's there's like a million babies. There's only two <sighs> big ones. So where are the other big ones? They're sleeping. Okay. They're like Grandpa Joe and uh and Willy Wonka and they're they're sleeping downstairs on the bottom of the ocean and they just got killed. Maybe that, that's what they needed to do. I, okay. I can't, I can't believe you went there and you compared aliens hibernating in the ocean to Grandpa Joe. <laughs> Which well, by the way, the we know he was fa- he was faking the entire time because somehow he was able to get out of bed and jump and skip and click his heels and and be okay after being in in bed for like years bedridden with they probably he probably thought he had like polio or something yeah, listen, like, he was he, oh Joe, and he's wearing what? a nightgown and he's wearing a <laughs> nightgown <laughs> and he probably never sh- there's no bathroom in that place no but, but the fact, the fact like that he, he miraculously jumps up after and meanwhile in front of his like his daughter she's like i cared for you all this time i had to clean you i had to feed you i had to do all this and now you can walk this whole time and he leaves his wife in seconds over and- chocolate <laughs> In seconds. Well, I mean, it was really Wonka chocolate. It's probably the best around, but. <laughs> Joe, I haven't seen you in years. What got you out of bed? My my uh, grandson wanted chocolate. He wanted chocolate. Or you, you, you think he was pulling like a Jim Carrey from like Dumb and Dumber 2 where he was just waiting for someone to win the chocolate ticket and just fake fake his illness until someone won the chocolate ticket? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe he kept whispering to Charlie's ear like, you know Keep what you mind. want for your birthday? Ask for the Wonka bar. <laughs> <laughs> the kid doesn't even like chocolate. Unbelievable. But it all worked out. And I kind of like skipped over just before. What's even crazier is what you mentioned before about them flirting. Cause they're like flirting. Like in that room, like when they're using a little computer and they're not, not like super flirting yet, but then when they're, then when Badger and they're like, wake them up, we need them to go back into the robots. And then that's when Badger wakes up Bugs and her face is like infected. And then they quarantine them. And then right after that, when they're like, we have to quarantine them. And then 
they fight to see who's going to go in there. Russo volunteers and yep. then the doctor volunteers. Then after all of that is when the flirting happens, knowing like these two girls that are fighting for, you know, their lives like in the robots now might have a disease that are kill them. And we're flirting. Uh, and I thought that was going to go somewhere. I thought like she was going to turn into a bug or something like, like the Ooh, way her face was bug, like bug. Bug, see, bug was gonna turn into a bug, or or like attack the other. Like the other girl turned her, her back towards her, and I thought as soon as she turned around, like she'd be standing there, ready, like biting her neck or something, and like or something. There was nothing that happened with that. They just locked her in there. That could have been something. That would have been pretty. Crazy. That would I. Just, but that's what it made it look like, because she was like, you know, like she was still alive. It was just that she had some fungus, like, and like they don't even explain what that is. Like, why would she have a? Why would she look like that just from the bugs? Well, I guess the acid that we saw go into her face, maybe it wasn't just acid, but it got infected really bad. Because yeah, remember, she left the doctors it, really quick. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. The nurse is probably like, I told you so. <laughs> she shows up at the wake. Yeah, I told her not to leave. Oh, jeez. You already have her dead. She wasn't well, dead I yet. She, I think she's going to die. Why? Just because she has acid on her face? They're going to try to treat something they don't know what it is. It's alien. Look what are they going to do? So uh, they kill the aliens not knowing how to kill them. You don't think they can figure it They built a transformer. You don't think they can figure out <laughs> how to how to stop a rash from getting on her face? <laughs> a rash. <laughs> Just put some ointment on it. <laughs> <laughs> Just put some dirt on it and get back out there, will you? <laughs> So this is Russo has really bad lag because he doesn't have like the brain scan. So he's like super, but then he like sort of figures it out because he's doing stuff. We didn't see the other three do in the beginning. He's like shooting the thing from the front, punching it, going around it, yep. shooting it from behind. But then he's out of ammo in no time. He barely fired the guns. Well, I, I, maybe. He, yeah, but don't forget it. It's the same machine they used before. So oh, they sure. probably wasted but all their bullets. Do before. you remember them firing bullets? I remember no. short, they fire, fired rockets in the first part. I don't remember they, them firing bullets. They no, they didn't. That no. is true. But I want to know is why are they always out of breath flying the thing? Because <laughs> they're always they're always breathing so heavy. It's like connected to them. That's the thing that's kind of like like see, I didn't understand super that. Ridiculous. I didn't either. It I don't is, think it makes any okay. sense. All right. Well. I didn't know that until you you know you said it in the podcast, but I didn't even realize that they were connected to each other. But then, what would be the purpose of that? I don't. I really don't know. I would think it's like a net. It's like a disadvantage. Like it is. To have it that. is like super disadvantage. It is. Like because clearly they were in your they were shot. You're done. Yeah, and they they clearly everybody in everybody that basically flew one of those got hurt. That's yeah. uh, pretty much you know. So I mean, whatever they they thought they were doing it didn't really work. Yeah. Okay. And the doc, his job is to figure out like, how can I, cause he, again, these things, don't, one's running out of bullets. The other one, the flamethrower that has like that bug spray in it, uh, yep. isn't working. So he's not able to release it. So he has the idea of, cause of the acid from the bugs, he wants to shove the flamethrower down the bug's throat. So then the acid breaks it down and then the, spray goes into it i love the one bug uh when it threw it, i don't even know what it was it was almost like just given the size of the bug it was like a almost like a tanker yeah when it picked that thing up and threw that at him and it exploded i'm like oh my god and, and I, I gotta be honest with you when he does eventually get the the flamethrower down there like i didn't even see it happening like it it looked like he missed like because the way he attacked it 
and then like got tossed around, like uh, tossed around. Like I, I didn't even realize what was happening. Like, yeah, I know. Then all of a sudden, yeah. He, yeah. But then, wh- who's the guy flying with him? The other guy that was it Russo? Russo. No, a Russo. Uh, no, it wasn't Russo. Was it? He wasn't the one flying. Because Russo, Russo has the was wife. The, Russo was the no. bad guy. No, that was the. Who has the who, who who has the wife and kids that he Lee. wanted to leave? Oh, okay. So Lee was the bad one because they said that you know like you know I I can't I can't save my wife and kids I I'm the yeah. backup. Okay, all right. So Russo pulls the kamikaze. Oh my dude, wasn't that crazy? Because he was like telling the doctor to stay back and I'll be in front of you and doing all that, and which again was brave. But when he was like, "I'm gonna go out this day," I'm like, "Oh my god!" But, but does it do anything to it? Does it anything happen to I it? I guess it kind of slows it down <laughs> because it allows the doctor to get close enough to throw its. So his plan was to die hitting it just to slow it down. Maybe like he could have explode. I mean, you don't think he could have maybe distracted it and like fly around his head or something like that while the doctor snuck in the other side. Like, no, just go right through and, really, you know, to be honest with you, those suits are really kind of worthless because <laughs> outside of the flamethrower, they really didn't stop one bug. Now, well, what's her name? Killed the one bug did kill the one, but she had she didn't have lag like the other ones did. And then we kind of skipped over when they pull like the bogus journey station when the two oh, bugs yeah. start oh, yeah. like melding into each yeah. other and they turn into oh, yeah. a giant bug. So maybe Russo thought, hey, maybe this would work, but no. So, so the two large ones can morph together, but the little ones can't morph into the large one. No, they're just the babies. They maybe they are the babies okay. and they. Be like the skeleton for yeah, I don't know, like the yeah. exco the All right. shield. Okay. I liked Russo. He had good energy. That whole scene, he was like pretty badass. And uh well, he went out better badass. You he know? did give it all up. He did. All right. But yeah. uh yeah, the doctor at the same time we mentioned before, like she wanted to go out because the canister wasn't coming out of uh Dr. Roth's flamethrower. So she's like, I'm gonna go in there. And again, I don't know what she would have done when she have gotten up there. Yeah, but Lee goes were, with her, right? Yeah. So I don't know if but, there was a rocket launcher that they were going to launch at it, but she was running with the cannon. They were sprinting. She Okay. So she was so worried about this doctor who she basically just met. And she was so like, like in love with this guy within like not even an hour because this all happened so fast. Right. I mean, like, or does she know oh, him in dude. the past? No, well, no, she only knows of him. They don't know each other because when okay, she talks okay. about like, oh, I read your theory. So she's yeah. re- ready to risk her life for him. Okay. And and, and was, there, was a, there was a line, I think, that I think it was Lee that says, hang on, Doc, this can get squirrely. He does, and he, yes, and he guns it. <laughs> yeah. What is squirrely? <laughs> that, that's his like, like, like that, that's his big line, like squirrely. Like, <laughs> Hold on to your butts. I got news to you. That doesn't sound too scary. Like, you know, if someone says this is going to get squirrely, I'm like, all right. You know. Silly? You mean it's going to be silly? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> oh, maybe squirrely is nuts? Is it going to get squirrely? Is it going to get nuts? Ah. Want to get squirrely? I'm going to start using that. Okay. What are you doing okay. Friday night? I don't know. Nothing really much. Want to get squirrely? Want to see my squirrely? <laughs> <laughs> Click. Right. You there? You there? <laughs> oh my god, man! So uh, yeah, so then he finally it worked. The creature collapsed, and it was like the head vampire. As soon as the creature 
was dying all the spiders so i was thinking they should have cut to bug maybe she would have been fine maybe it was ever infecting her is linked you, to that wait you think she, it would just disappear the the rash on her face would all the, now when when the, the head uh, uh monster died did the uh, the babies disappear or they just died in their this they died they just moved okay. they just like can you imagine the cleanup yeah. can you imagine Ooh. the cleanup of that like one where do you put all those things how do you clean it up i mean because there were like millions of them that's a great that's like what we talked about <laughs> the purge what do they do with the dead bodies like that job yeah. i don't know where you'd put them i can you burn them can maybe uh is there oh, a way to cook smell them? i mean what about well, you can't they're because... edible they had acid on there that it was making everybody choke before why would <laughs> you want to eat yeah. that <laughs> but i'm just saying there's like millions of them and they're not small so like I don't know how you, how do you recover from that? Like you can, how do you like that? That town is just, I would, I would honestly say just everybody get up and move and just, just leave burn. it. Yeah. Drop just, leave, just leave it. <laughs> Drop a bomb just... and start off fresh. <laughs> Plow it over. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It would smell so bad. Oh my God. You know what? It's just shovel it right out. into the ocean and it will smell like Jersey. Oh, <laughs> you're dissing your own state. Yeah, yeah. But I'm from New York. So, you know, I'm more New York than Jersey. Jersey has the best beaches. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Where'd you go to the beaches when you were a kid? You didn't go to Long Island. You went to Jersey. No, I went to Florida as a kid. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> you know what? Hey, I really want to go to the beach this weekend. Hey, you want to go to Florida? <laughs> Wait, Florida? Okay. Florida. Was that? <laughs> Del Boca. Was that my? Yeah, that was like my sort of New York. <laughs> Del Boca Vista. But uh, yeah, so. He makes it out. She somehow goes into the and goes into his not because his uh, robot is covered by the the creature. She doesn't care. She's in love. She climbs up there. She gets him out. And the end of the movie, he reveals what JP stands for. I feel like the end of the movie just happened so fast. Oh, it's, it was literally like yeah. she, they walked in a car and and reveals his name. That's it. What's his name again? It's James something, right? It was I, I, I was it Jason or James? I forget, but oh, maybe it was you don't even see him say it, right? You just hear it as he's driving away. But okay, so if if it's supposed to be like a big reveal, what did you have like a better name like Jasper, like something that's like not a common name, like oh I'm I'm hiding James, big deal, like you know like like if if it'd be like a, it should be like a silly name, that's why like he held it off for so long. You know, just it would have been good if it was a a girl name. Like not like a boy named Sue. So you mean Jessica? (laughs) (laughs) That'd be pretty funny. (laughs) Oh man. So that was Atlantic Rim 2. That was fun to talk about. Obviously like the B movie, what it was, you know, those movies are what it is, but uh, it was good. It was a lot to talk about. Jamie, uh, I know it's not your cup of tea, but if there was somebody out there that's a sci-fi action fan, uh, would you recommend them watch the movie? So this is what I would say. You know, again, yeah, I'm not into the B movie stuff. Um, I know there's a huge following for it. I mean, you're one of them. Um, oh, yeah. I would say, you know, if you are into B movies, this movie is nonstop. I mean, really, like it, it starts from the beginning, it goes to the end um, of like action the whole movie. Like it, it definitely doesn't. It, there's no slow points. Uh, maybe the the bar scene was the slowest point. And it was actually funny. Um, I would say, yeah. I mean, if you're into B movies, this is this is, I think, a good quality B movie because the C- CGI was great. 
Um, and it is, it is pretty fast paced. I mean, one twenty for me, it took me a couple times to watch just because I'm not into these B movies, but I think anyone that is will enjoy the movie. No, I, 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 I agree that obviously if you if B movies are your thing, but no, like just the way you're talking about the movie, like the CGI was like fun to watch the way the, the, the cast was interacting it, the way Jared shot the movie. And there was just fun things to talk about. Like there's movies that are B movies that are just bad. Like people aren't acting good, but it doesn't matter if the people are the greatest actors or the worst actors, but you could tell watching a movie when people are actually giving it their all. And it might be just a testament to Jarrett that he can get that out of the actors or he just casting those people. But everyone in this movie, like there was no people that mailed in a line. I think that's what's great about Jarrett because he even mentioned like there's so many people that would cast like the guy from the eighties that fell off the wagon and put him in a movie and you have him just like, just utter his lines. But you had so many people in here, like he gave it their all. Yeah. And I said that in the beginning, I said that, you know, the one thing is they, they really did give now. I, they're not a quality actors um, or at least in my opinion, you know, they, they, I mean, I feel like I could have, you know, listen, if you're, if they're looking for extras, I'm willing to jump in any movie you have. Oh, okay. You know, I think I could do just a good enough job, if not better. And I'll be a lot cheaper. So, Ooh. you know, yeah. So throw me in there, but um, they did act as the best they could for what they had. So I'll give them that. I agree. I agree. So, okay. That was Atlantic to resurrection. And so now, so, so I, before you go yeah. further, we, okay. we could only go up from here. Right. I mean, maybe, maybe only up from here. So that was Atlantic rim to resurrection. And next up our first time, another franchise that has a lot of movies in it, six installments and our first time touching it resident evil. We're going to be covering the third one, Resident Evil Extinction. And for it, I'm talking to, funny enough, the writer of Atlantic 2 Resurrection, uh, Jeff Mead. Uh, Jeff, I can't wait to, uh, I'm talking with him tomorrow night. So it'd be a lot of fun to, because just looking at his bio, he, the way he went from doing stunt shows like the Adventures of Conan, the Wild West stunt show, doing that in the late 80s, early 90s, and then getting into acting. And then being in some pretty awesome movies. He was in Fast Five, Resident Evil Extinction. Uh, he Man, a movie I watched that we were so close to doing, but we're going to do it next year for uh, for St. Patty's Day. Uh, Leprechaun 4 in space. He's in that. So much stuff. I can't wait to pick his brain to learn about his career and uh, how he got into writing. And he has all these other credits, too. He's on Chicago PD, Eagle Heart. He was on a TV movie, A Wonder Woman, that came out in the early 2000, uh, uh, 2011. So, uh yeah, so uh, so don't forget to review, rate, share our podcast. Follow us on all social media at Sequels Only. And don't forget to check out our website, SequelsOnly.com. Good night. Good night. Good night, guys. <laughs>